Every morning, Kurt and Anthony keep you in touch with your community with the Morning Drive on News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to the Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here on this Tuesday morning. And uh, we are joined now, and we're pleased to be joined. Esther Charleston is joining us. She is from Middlebury. She's been on the show once before, and she has just recently announced that she is running for governor of the state of Vermont. Good morning, Esther. Good morning. Good to see you. Good to have you back. So uh, let's start out with, um, we know that when you were in last time, you were working for the Democratic Party. Um, and what uh, what drove your decision-making uh, to, to this point where you've decided that you're going to run for governor? What drove that decision? Absolutely. So my family and I moved here five years ago, and my children, we saw that. Well, Where, Where'd you move from? Rhode Island. So I saw that this is a place where my children can have a childhood, and I'm happy to say five years later, I was right. They are happy, beautiful, and healthy, and Vermont gave that to us with some ups and downs. But as I think about the future of Vermont and I look to see Vermont 20 years from now, I'm not really clear on the vision. And so in not seeing a vision, I decided to jump in. I don't believe in standing at the sidelines. I believe in engaging. Yeah. And so what's your vision? My vision is for Vermont where we can have attainable housing. My vision is for us to have a Vermont where we have more people entering the workforce than leaving the workforce. My vision also includes climate resilient communities and how do we get there? And I believe it starts now, right? It takes time to get there, but how do we start now to make that happen? And, uh, and so, okay. So this is obviously a formidable challenge. You're running for governor uh, against Phil Scott, but you've got to get the Democratic nomination first. Absolutely. But right, right now, you're the only candidate running. Nobody a- else has announced. Yes. People think Phil Scott's going to run for another term, but we don't know that yet. There's talk of Merle Weinberger running. We don't know that yet either. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were going to try to convince people, if you were the Democratic nominee to vote for you over Phil Scott, it, that would certainly be a daunting task. But upsets do happen in politics for sure. What would you say to people as to why it's time to replace Phil Scott? So I go in, my intention is not to change minds. My intention is to share with people who I am and what I bring to the table and give folks that option. All right. Now, so let's talk about some issues. What, uh, one of the big issues right now that is, is, has everybody concerned is this potential that we're going to, that we're looking at a 20% plus property tax increase. It started out as 17 or 18%. And people that come on the show told us, don't worry about that. It's going to get ratcheted down. All we've heard so far is it's gone up. And it's this crazy education finance system, partly that we have, that nobody understands how it works. Now the legislature looks like they're going to tell towns they can delay their school votes. They're going to do away with the 5% cap. Spending's through the roof. What do you think about this issue and what ought to be done about it? Do you support what the legislature is doing right now? Schools across the state are very concerned about it, saying, you know, what do we do? We're get the last second we're getting this this request from Montpelier. Yeah, that's a great question. I think to start off right now, I believe we don't even have a leader to help folks. Um, Governor Scott needs to appoint someone. I think we have an Secretary interim. of Education. Yes, Secretary of 
of education. And so folks are feeling lost. I've talked to some educators who are feeling lost and not knowing what to do. And of course you have homeowners who are like, I am not ready for this tax and this is not okay. Do I have a solution as of right now? I do not. But what I do know is working together with the legislature is important. And I know, as you mentioned, some folks are saying hold off on the school budget as we figure that out. And some can and some can't. And so, yeah, we're in a huge conundrum. Do you think what the legislature is doing is right, which is to say they're giving towns the ability to delay their vote further and take a look at potentially reducing their spending? Do you think that's the right approach right now or or just not sure? I would say I trust the legislature to make that decision. It's a hard one to make. Does it concern you how we got to this place where uh, the legislature passed a law last year and has to come back this year and at the last sort of last moment has to go back and 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 sort of immediately do away with this 5% cap that they thought was the answer? Does that trouble you? It gives me pause. And I know they're in a hard space right now. Okay. Now, how about, here's, an, here's another big issue that the governor has talked about in his state of the state and in his budget address. And now Judiciary Committee, Martin Lalonde, that committee is looking at these issues. I believe they're looking at it in the Senate too which is public safety. Mm -hmm. And the governor has said that uh, he would like to see some different laws. He'd like to see some changes made in bail reform. He thinks they made a mistake, what they did in the past. Have you had a chance to look at, uh, at the public safety issue? And what are your thoughts about that? Public safety issue is a huge one, especially now. And I know that folks were feeling like we need more cops, less cops, whatever that may be. It's a hard one. Again, and I would say I wish it was cookie cutter, but I don't believe it is. Talking to Esther Charleston, she is from Middlebury and she is running for governor of the state of Vermont. Uh, She's running for the Democratic nomination. She's the only announced candidate right now. If you have a question for Esther about any issue uh, that's going to be in front of the state of Vermont, give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline, 888-414-0303. Um, let's get a little more specific on the public safety issue. There are issues, um, retail theft, right? has been a big growing issue in some communities like Burlington, like South Burlington, like Williston and, and some other issues across other municipalities across Vermont. Um, there are bills in the judiciary committee, which would, uh, it, it's been a misdemeanor. So there hasn't been many consequences for people that are, committing retail theft sometimes over and over, sometimes in the same day. So the legislature is considering a bill now that would make an aggregate number of crimes uh, of retail theft would become a felony. Do you think that's a good idea or or not? I would say, good question, and I would I'm going to trust legislature legislators to make that decision do i think it's a good idea i'm gonna hold off what we've seen is um and i think what 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 some some communities are are seeing is states attorneys are county by county yeah and in some counties um the laws i think people are learning that that 
that that political position or didn't used to be considered a political position, but it yeah. is. You're elected. The laws are being applied differently county by county. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, Vermont's a good example of how different it can be. Like the Northeast Kingdom is experiencing problems that are completely different than Burlington. Yeah. And so as governor, uh, a lot of people are, are are looking to state leaders to try to create more of a uniform application of the law. Um, is there anything that you think that, that, that could be done, particularly regarding how state's attorneys are um, managed in the state of Vermont? Uh, because it's it, every county is so different. Um, we're seeing now where some counties, people, you know, shoplift 30 or 40 times yep. with no repercussions. But then if they do it in a different county, mm-hmm. um, they, there seems to be more of a heavy hand. Uh, and just as as a state leader, would you be interested in maybe having more state involvement in that? I would first look to seeing and understanding how each county does it and having a conversation with the different counties first. My approach is collaborative. My approach is listening and understanding and then coming to action. What I do know is I don't, I don't have all the answers, but they are, there are amazing folks here in Vermont doing the work, figuring it out, having data to support for or against and hearing those folks out and help having them help us come up with a plan. Okay. Well, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning. I want to ask the candidate, what is, his, what is her favorite movie, and um, did she watch the Oscar? A little bit lighter question. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Okay, that's probably um, one of the, that's maybe uh, one of the easier questions you're yes, going to get. Yes, I, I would say, oh, um, I don't, um, do I have a favorite movie? Mine changes with the seasons. Does it? Yeah. I, I guess. I guess this is revealing. I don't watch that much TV. No. Um, and then when I think about my favorite movie, I'm like, what can I watch over and over and over again? I, um, I'm like, what did I? I yeah. I, no. Wow. I. You're probably better what, off not watching too much you know TV. What? I'll say Beauty and the Beast. I remember I was sick in college and I watched it over and over and over again. So I'll go with that. And I will say, did I watch the Oscars? No. No. Okay. (laughs) But thank you for that question. (laughs) I was was like, wow. Yeah. No, I I have uh, two children that keep me busy. It's it's all good. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning. I also have a question for the candidate and it has some historical significance with past elections in Vermont who for people that are just kind of learning the ropes. And uh, I wonder if the candidate can tell me how many teats does a cow have? All right. <laughs> oh, Bye-bye. Yeah. But that, they, uh, they, if you got a serious question, call. If it's if yeah. not, don't. Let's go back to the – oh, I lost you. 888 Give us a call. Um, yeah, I think uh, – 
um, you know, when it comes to things like movies and things, you don't think about it, and, and I don't. It's like, but when Christmas time comes along, I like, know. You know there's this one I like. Oh yeah, a I wonderful like. life. Oh, that's my favorite. Can, you just tapped into my yes, favorite. Yes, yeah. I can watch that over and over and over again. Uh, I love, and that's that the way it works with me. It's like okay, and I'm like, oh, I, but but you know, certain seasons kick something into your brain. Yes, yes. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Thank you, Anthony. Good morning. Um, hypothetical here for you. Of course, Mayor Weinberger has not announced anything, but let's say tomorrow he announces that he's running for governor. How will that um, change the path of your campaign, and how will you um, promote yourself against someone who's had some extensive political in-state experience? What, what will that change for you? All right, good question. If, it if, is. If, if Mayor question. Weinberger, dozen years as mayor of Burlington, were to announce, a lot of people think he's going to, but we don't know yet. But if he does, will it affect your campaign? No. You're, you're going to stay on the same trajectory? Yes, I am. And I'm going to be myself. And so you won't look at it as a, I've now got to convince people to vote for me over Moreau. You'll just look at it as, I'm going to sell myself. Is that what you're essentially saying? I'm going to be my authentic self and... Allow people to make that decision. I know seven days when they did a story on your announcement, asked this question, and um, let me ask it as well. If a voter asked you, you know, here's Mayor Weinberger, if he enters a dozen years as chief executive experience in, in city government, uh, also has dealt with the state, of course, as he goes to Montpelier regularly to advocate for bills uh, that he thinks are helpful in regard to housing, et cetera. Governor Scott, of course, has been a state senator, lieutenant governor, governor. So if a voter asked you, and in seven days asked you this question, um, you've only served on the on the select board in Middlebury. Yes. If someone asked you why do you think that experience is enough to go from that to jump to governor, what would your answer be? Well, I, I believe that I've done a lot more than the select board. So right now I'm the co-chair of the Vermont Commission on Women. I've had... I've done over 10 years in higher ed, and I was part of the crisis management team. And so what that meant when there was a death, I was called to figure out, okay, how do we move from here? How do we contact parents when there was a psychiatric break, mental health, dealing with that, dealing with parents, helping them navigate, helping students navigate, and then helping the community navigate. And I was able to do that. Um, Ironically, I've also dealt with flooding, building flooding, though. (laughs) (laughs) And being able to just support people and meet them where they are has been part of my experience. I've done a merge, which was incredible. But so my experience is not only limited to the select board. Okay. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning. Uh, there's a bill that just passed the House now it's in the Senate. It's called uh, H-649. It's regarding uh, amending the the Truth and Reconcili- Reconciliation Commission. Uh, I mean, it's, it's allowing them to not have to have open meetings so they can have, whenever they have these cases that they see, it could be closed to the, to the public. Uh, I also think they're extending it to year round so what was your thoughts on this new uh these new amendments truth and reconciliation committee as the caller said there has been a move to allow them to have more less transparency be able to meet behind closed doors more than uh they already are 
And he also had the uh, impeachment committee that that met more behind closed doors. So give us your general thoughts on that. I would say I would definitely have to look at the bill and know the details because I know it's not cookie cutter. Never is. Um, yeah, I would like to understand it more. So what are the, why would they move? What, why would they have to meet behind closed doors? I think would be important to answer. Uh, we've got calls and we'll go to them in just a second. I just want to throw one more out there. Burlington has just reinstituted what's called instant runoff voting or ranked choice voting. Would you like to see that extended to the entire state? I'm not sure. You know what, you know what it is? It's tell me more. Well, it's you, instead of getting casting one vote, let's say there's multiple candidates instead of casting your one vote. If there were four or five candidates, you'd rank them. You'd say, this is my first choice, this is my second choice, this is my third choice, my fourth choice, etc. cetera. Uh, Burlington has, used to have it, got rid of it, brought it back. And yeah. there are some in the legislature that would like to extend that to the state. Do you, you, mean, you think that's a good idea? I would love to learn more about the history, about... As you mentioned, Burlington used to have it and now has it again. Well, what happened? Why Why did it go away? And The voters actually repealed it, and then they brought it back a decade later. Oh, okay. So I trust the voters. Let's see. Well, so about let's, did you trust them when they repealed it or when they brought it back? <laughs> well, I will trust them at the time. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Hi. Good morning, everybody. Can you answer what's the largest budget you've ever managed okay have you managed a budget in my different jobs i have and it was for the area that i oversaw i i don't know it off the top of my head but great question but i have managed a budget let's go back to the phones good morning you're live on the morning drive yes good morning it sounds like our candidate really um, doesn't know the issues, has no solutions for any of the issues, and wants us to vote her in so she can learn how to be governor. So I want to know what is her education, and I'll step back and listen. Well, thank you for asking the question. I will say I do know the issues. I'm choosing when to answer them, so stay tuned. Please sign up for my um, website at estherforvt.com, and there you can get updates on how I feel about certain issues. So thank you for that. I will say um, I have a bachelor's in history and communication, a master's in corporate communication and public relations, and a master's in teaching. And I have two children who are the best teachers yet. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Esther, what do you think about, um, we had uh, an impeachment committee formed by the legislature, which looked into impeaching the state's attorney in Franklin County. Franklin County state's attorney ended up resigning. So that went away. Then there was an impeachment process looking at the Franklin County Sheriff, John Grismore. Uh, but they've more or less decided, well, what the incident that he had that they were looking at happened before he was actually elected, so they probably can't do this. But we have the situation in Addison County with Ava Vakos, who had a DUI and, and a number of issues there. Do you think there should be a new process for how we 
can remove somebody if a per, if a person needs to be removed, whether it's a state's attorney or a sheriff? Should we have a, um, a, a new removal process short of impeachment? Uh, the legislature looking at that now. Uh, should it be? Uh, a, a, should we have a recall provision in in state government? I trust the legislature to make that decision. But now, if you're governor, yep. I mean, you've said that a number of times, and I and I get it. But if yes. you're governor, you would have to decide individually on each and every issue. Yep. If the legislature sent you something, yes. Whether you supported it, right? Because you either have to sign it or veto it or let it become law. Yes. And once I get there, I'll do just that. Okay. All right. All right. Um, no worries. What? Let's see. We're we only have about a minute left. This is the beginning of the campaign, obviously, yes, early. Yes, it is early. There may be a primary. We'll find that out later. But yes. um, give us your, or give the people listening right now, your best pitch as to why you should be the next governor and let everybody know if they want to, if they have a question for you, where they would contact you or if they wanted to contribute to your campaign, how they would do that. Yes. So I will say... Thank you so much for having me on. Honored to be here. Um, I am Esther Charleston. I chose Vermont to be my home five years ago because this is an amazing state. Yes, it has its ups and downs, but I believe in what we can do here to make it an amazing place for all of us. Not just some, but all. And figuring out that process is what I'm interested in. And so please, please, please visit my website at estherforvt.com. There you can subscribe and get updates on my campaign, learn more about my thoughts on the different issues. And right now I am using this time to for folks to get to know me. And as the issues come up, please stay tuned. And of course, if there's a primary, please watch and see my thoughts. And lastly, do you have a fundraising goal? Amount of money you, you hope to raise during the primary? As much money as folks will donate, so please do. Now, uh, one quick question. Is it Esther, the number four, or F-O-R? Esther, four, Vermont. F-O-R. Great question. Yeah. You know, when you go for a website, that's like thousands. Yes, yes, yes. Esther, four, F-O-R-V-T. Very good. Thanks. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks, Esther. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, We're going to check in with uh, Fox News. Amanda has the local headlines. We've got uh, the forecast from Channel 3. And then we'll be back with Lee Morgan. She's running for Ward 7.